listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson yeah, and buddy. Chris Clark. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, you have just tuned in to episode nine of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. Once again, I'm Nick Stevenson. You know Chris Clark is in the building. What it do, baby? What's going on, fella? Oh, you know, just living the dream, brother. I hear you, dude. It's been a second since we only had two mics up. I know. It's It's crazy. (laughs) We got to hold this thing down. We appreciate something's missing. Right? (laughs) Uh, We appreciate everybody who's been on. And adding so much flavor to this podcast, I have enjoyed thoroughly getting the perspective of some other people in our lives and feeling their excitement about the podcast. Yeah. They were excited to come on and yep. they made this podcast better. Yeah, you know? So we have a high bar to live up to now that is just me and you. That's it. But it's good to be back in this process. We collectively said, hey, let's let this podcast be by the people for the people. Of course. So we shouted out to people and said, hey. What do you want us to talk about? There was an overwhelming response by some. They wanted us to talk true crime. <laughs> yeah. Do a true crime yeah. story. Yeah. Do it. And there's a lot to choose from. Oh, yeah, there is. There is. <laughs> there really is. I mean, you go down the list. There's so many things. It's almost like watching a television show, but it's in, it's real life. Uh-huh. And I think that's what intrigues people so much. Yeah. The, the most popular shows on TV are the CSIs and, yeah, the, yeah. and the, you know, law and order. Like, yeah. And so whenever something happens and it's real, it's like, oh, man, this is, this is a real <laughs> yeah. life version of those. Uh-huh. We've talked about before, though, when you peel back all the sensation, Ooh, you're yeah. talking about real people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Real hurt. Yep. Real devastation. And it's really hard for me, even though, admittedly, I've told you before, I was super into it. Dude, I mean, I we, we had this conversation a few days ago, but when, after I watched the Hernandez documentary, uh-huh. I watched Don't Fuck With Cats. Okay? Right, which I still haven't watched yet. Phenomenal. I mean, it was okay. a phenomenal documentary. Probably the best I've ever seen. Okay. After that, I started getting into these true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. Some podcasts, some Netflix. Right. Yeah. Shout out Crime Junkies. That's it. Um, <laughs> I remember you telling me how, like, dark... And depressed you felt after yes. watching that. And after about three days, I'm not my normal self. Yeah. I'm like walking around like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's addicting. When it's- Haley put dinner in front of you, smelling <laughs> it like, what you put in here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it is crazy the toll that that shit will take on you, man. It really yeah. is. So yeah. I, I. You're making I, sure you don't have any extra life insurance policies you, you know go. about. I watched it for about. You know, three days, four days, and I was done. I couldn't Dude, do it no more. Three, I had to turn it three off. months straight. Uh, yeah, I, I could not imagine. turn off the Investigation imagine. Discovery Channel. I could not look <laughs> away from it. I literally, I told you, I lost like 90 pounds. Yeah. I was depressed. Dude, I was I- paranoid. I thought everybody was out to get me. Yeah. If you talk to my wife, she thinks I'm still the same way because <laughs> I don't even let the kids go to the mailbox from, <laughs> you know, Got anything, binoculars on. Yeah, anything could happen. Yeah. But. Yeah, and that's the exact opposite of what we tried to do yeah, with this show. Of course. Is of course. give people that feeling. Yeah. But we said we'll give it a shot. We picked one of the most devastating cases that Ugh. I can think of, the Christopher Watts story. Mm-hmm. Once again, I <laughs> at one time was a crime junkie, so uh-huh. I was very, very familiar with that story. 
if anyone isn't, I'll make a very painful story short. This is a guy who had the world in the palm of his hands, so it seemed, and inexplicably murdered his entire family. Mm -hmm. He had two beautiful daughters, a beautiful wife, and his wife was pregnant, so Mm -hmm. he had a son on the way. And inexplicably murders all of them. Mm -hmm. And what was the only thing that could possibly be more grotesque than that is the way he disposed of their remains. So that's what got. Yeah. Without getting too heavy into it. I was like, okay, let's talk about this. Maybe there's some lesson in it. Uh Maybe there's some cautionary tale that we can tell about 30 minutes into getting familiar with this story Uh again. I was like, "Mm -mm." no, I mean, when you sent me that, can't do it, man. I, you know, you see that text at probably 10 o'clock Sunday night. And when I woke up Monday, I was like, dude, he is more than right. Like I, I, I watched, I did no research. Except for the three-minute confession video. Right. And was sick to my fucking stomach. Yeah. I could not fathom how or why you would ever do something like that. Right. Like, it just, it makes me want to fucking vomit. And, and there's no way to get out of that. Like, no. what were we going to do once the show was over? Like, yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Go take a shower now. Like, <laughs> yeah. There was no way to get away from that. Yeah. And that's why I thought better of it and said, you know what? That's not, that's not To a, to that's a, not to a T. Every person who's given us feedback about this show mm-hmm. has talked about how it was such a great distraction yeah. from the crap that's going on. Yeah. And there was so much crap going on in this past week. Obviously, the stuff going on in Washington, D.C., uh-huh. you had the tragedy of Kobe Bryant yeah. and the helicopter crash. And mm-hmm. let's not forget, there was you know several, eight, other, families. several other families affected by mm-hmm. that. It's just a tragedy. However you feel about Kobe Bryant, I know he had a lot of controversy in the time that he was alive. At the end of the day... That's a father, yeah, a son, yeah. a daughter, a niece, a aunt, like yeah. will never be heard from again. Yep. And so tragically. So that just that gave me a gross feeling. Yeah. This whole impeachment thing going on. There's an impeachment thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> so many other things going on, dude. And I gotta tell you, like, I got tired. <laughs> when I say I got tired, I mean to tell you I got weary. <laughs> And I'm, I'm going to go to church here for a second because I am so sick and tired of the negativity that I see on my television screen, yep. that I see on my smartphone screen, that I see on the screen of humanity. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of hearing about impeachment. Oh, okay. Ugh. I want to hear about enrichment. There you go enlightenment there you go hell if my breath is bad i might just want to mint (laughs) stop it i'm tired i'm literally physically drained from the stuff that we see and i know the congregation feels me (laughs) because it's just too much man and everyone i've talked to once again about this show we do the exact opposite yep Let's take them somewhere else. Yep. Let's go somewhere where they're feeling good about themselves at of the course. end. And so we put our heads together. Once we canned that idea, I said, okay, what can we do? Love and good vibes got a lot of good uh-huh. reaction. Yep. In that vein, but we're gonna, you know, mix it up a little bit. I said, hey, man, let's let's just get people laughing. There you go. Let's tell them some funny stories mm-hmm. about us, funny stories we found in the news. Let's get them in a good mood. Forget all this other crap, man. That is going to be there after this hour that you listen to this show. Of course. And if you want to consume that, go for it. But while you're sitting here listening to us. You ain't getting none of that. Yeah, we're going to take you away. What's funny, man, is I'm trying to, once again, the same problem we had with the love and good vibes. You Uh try to find some lighthearted, goofy, uh, other than like memes on Facebook, which are getting 
way too repetitive. <laughs> but that's a whole nother conversation. Like, uh, let's let's get some original thought out there, people. Uh, it's really hard to find good stuff, but I will tell you that you can always rely on the Huffington Post because <laughs> they keep it real and they <laughs> they always have some wild and out shit. Now I don't know if you want to go first. I'll let you, I'll let you take. You can let me take it. Yep. Okay. The first question I had to ask myself when I'm looking for goofy stories, uh-huh. funny stories is if anyone is listening to us, if anyone is listening to us from the state of Florida, what are y'all doing? Don't get mad at me. <laughs> don't get mad at me. What are y'all doing down there? <laughs> either call up the show or come sit in this chair and tell us what the fuck is going on. What is going on in Florida? To a man, to a man, almost every story I found uh-huh. about goofy ass people doing goofy ass shit, they yep. came from Florida. And I don't know if that's just a stereotype. And maybe the Huffington Post has something against Florida, <laughs> and that's the only stories that they're gonna post. Yeah. But I'm a t- I'm. A <laughs> I'm going to tell you some some crazy stories that I found. And it's going to start off a Florida woman. <laughs> okay. okay. Deborah Ann Burns is a woman in Florida. And she pulled a knife out on her significant other, her boyfriend. Okay. Would you like to guess what reasons would a woman pull a knife out on their boyfriend or husband? So, like, just throw some against the wall. So I'm going to I'm gonna throw two options out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to give a logical answer, which would be domestic violence or something right. along those lines. Or you have the Florida answer like, <laughs> he took a bite of my hot and spicy. Or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. A woman from Macaulay, Florida, uh-huh. allegedly threw an eight-inch long knife at her boyfriend after he farted in her face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. She pulled a knife out on him. It says, Deborah Ann Burns, 37, told Collier County detectives that an argument ensued Tuesday night while the two were watching TV. <laughs> they were probably watching like Judge Judy or some uh-huh. shit, if I had to guess. Okay. Uh, maybe some Mari Povich. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the daytime. These yeah. people clearly don't have jobs. Um, but it says, Burns said that her boyfriend purposely passed gas while walking by her on his way to the kitchen. <laughs> when officers responded to a report of a possible stabbing, they found Burns' boyfriend in front of the house with cuts to his abdomen and left arm. Oh, shit. According to a Collier County Sheriff's Office arrest report sent to the Huffington Post. <laughs> Stop lying. You guys went and found this story. This is right yeah. up your alley. Yeah. The victim told authorities that his stomach wound came when Burns and he were arguing in the kitchen over money. He said he, <laughs> he said she threw the knife at him, left the house, but came back and struck him in the arm with a stick. According to the report, the victim makes no mention of the alleged flatulence, but continually stated if Burns returned, he would kick her ass. (laughs) Florida, what the fuck is going on? What are y'all doing down there, man? I think we have some audio of this. How dare you break wind before me? I'm sorry, baby. I didn't know it was your turn. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Dude. Oh, my God. Uh, as a little glimpse into my maturity level, a lot of these stories I found have to do with flatulence. So just be forewarned. That shit is crazy. When's the first time Haley farted in front of you? Oh, man. Early. Early on. Yeah. No knives involved, I'm assuming. No. no not at all. Okay. Who did it first? Was it you or her? Oh, I'm sure it was me. Right. I got no right. shame in my game, dude. <laughs> like, you you in for the long haul. Yeah, you got to learn. It's not real. Yeah. If, if I can't do this in front of you. No. I'm going to tell you something. Whitney's going to kill me for this. Later this month, we'll have been together for five years. Okay. I'm pretty sure the first time I actually heard her fart 
was like two or three months ago. No. Not lying. Come on. Yeah, two or three months. Okay, obviously she did it because she would have exploded if she hadn't. <laughs> yeah. But the first time I actually heard her do it was probably just a few months ago. Really? Now, once that dam was broken, <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been on and cracking since then, literally. Uh, now she'll take a shit with the door open. Like, there's nope. no shame in our nope. game. That, that's where that line gets drawn, right there. Dog, I don't shit in my own bathroom because there ain't a door. I shit in the kids' bathroom. Right. I, I just, I can't, I can't get Nobody on. Nobody wants to see that. No, I can't get on board And with there's that, no man. telling what it's going to smell like. <laughs> I feel you, dude. I don't think I could do that no i remember when i was in high school i went to palmdale high school shout out uh anybody who goes there knows that school is ghetto as hell <laughs> it was built if you walk through palmdale high school uh, you know how people like to write in the concrete on yeah, the sidewalks uh-huh. i was walking by one day just reading some of the shit that's on there uh-huh. and it said so and so class of 58 oh <laughs> i was like wow my Damn. father wasn't even alive yet <laughs> so this school's old as hell but man I was the definition of shit break, uh-huh. which means when you go to your house or somewhere else, because I couldn't do it at school. You walk in the bathroom and there's just a toilet sitting in the middle of the room. No stall, no nothing, just a toilet. In the school? At the school. Holy now, most of the, most of the buildings, like everything was outdoor. Uh-huh. And then they had buildings. They were, they were permanent buildings, but everything was outdoor. Like when you walk from class uh-huh. to class, you went outdoor. Yeah. So these bathrooms were old as hell. God. And that's usually where people went to smoke weed and yeah, yeah, yeah. do whatever, you know, make their drug deals, whatever. But every now and again, if you had to go, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. right? Of course, I would never take a shit in there. But every now and then I'd go in there to pee and there'd be some motherfucker just sitting there <laughs> with, his, <laughs> with his pants around his ankles with no shame. And I'm like, what Ooh. the fuck are you doing? Nope, not this guy, man. I could, I could never. Yeah, man, never I live like a mile years. from home. I would walk home. Yep. <laughs> holding my butt cheeks together before i ever yeah. went in that bathroom <laughs> so that's crazy but yeah i mean that's that's part of being in a relationship yeah it's gonna happen it's but gonna happen obviously don't do it while you're arguing about money there you go it's probably a bad idea if, you're if date, you live in florida yeah if you're dating a woman from florida don't do it <laughs> at the inopportune time because it's gonna get you stabbed that's just crazy <laughs> yeah so i found a few from the state of florida florida will be featured again yeah. don't worry <laughs> oh man! But that was some crazy shit. So, what you got? What you come across, man? So I, I don't know. I had I ran across a few, and they weren't really like funny stories. They were more of like they were for like our love and goodbye this episode, right? Right. Um, but I did run across this shit on Facebook today that had me fucking rolling. <laughs> okay, so the name of the post is "What White People Say." Okay, I love those. And, and dude, AJ, it, it tickles the shit out of me because I'm fucking guilty <laughs> as hell when it comes to every one of these motherfuckers. For sure. All right, so one says white people love saying. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, white people love saying, "Oh, these are dangerous." After trying a new snack. <laughs> white people love saying, "Get these away from me!" After eating a few chips, which. <laughs> Haley, all day long, man. Oh, man. All day. <laughs> White people love saying, what are they doing back there? Killing the chicken when the food takes too long. <laughs> I, dude, I'm notorious every single time we go yes. to a restaurant. What are they doing? Killing the cow? <laughs> every time. Uh, white people love saying, well, there's my cardio for the day after walking up a flight of stairs. This is a hashtag on Twitter, man. Like, it, they, is it they really? Go, yes. They go on and on. It's freaking <laughs> hilarious. I, once again, I know you and I are Twitter illiterate. 
It's a hashtag on there, man. You can find all kinds of crazy shit. Okay, this is the last <laughs> one. And, and dude, this is me to the T every time. Like, I was almost offended when I read this one. White people love saying, what's the damage when getting the check? Every <laughs> single time, dude. It just, it, this shit had me fucking rolling. That shit's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag white people love saying <laughs> if I was black they wouldn't treat me that way <laughs> when they bring a gun to school and get in trouble for it also shitting on themselves multiple times <laughs> oh man yeah that could that could go on for days man there's so many it's and it, what makes it funny is yeah. that it's true yeah um, it is I think I was talking to Whitney one time because because I'm multicultural uh-huh. I get a kick out of racial humor. Like one yeah. of my favorite yeah. comedians is yeah. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And the reason I like him is because he's no holds bar. He, yes. everybody is included. Uh-huh. He doesn't just take one group of people, yeah. but his impression of a white guy is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like anytime he does an impression of a white guy, he has this one stand up where he talks about his friend chip, uh-huh. you know, his friend chip, he, they're driving in the car, they're smoking mm-hmm. weed and they're drinking yeah. and the cops pull them over. And he's like, Dave Chappelle's like, I was nervous as shit. <laughs> he's like, I look over at Chip, and he's like, Dave, don't worry. I got this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he says that the cop comes up to the car, and he's got, he's still got the joint. And he, like, blows it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yes, officer. And then the officer tells him, you know why I pulled you over? He's t- talking about how there's weed in the car. He's speeding. Uh-huh. He ran a red light. And his friend Chip, basically, he's like, I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they drive away and he's like, guess what, Dave? I did know I couldn't do that. It's freaking hilarious. So when stuff like that comes yeah. up, I'm always talking to yeah. Whitney like, oh, that's some white people shit, right? <laughs> and so one day, I, I think at some time, we all beef with our parents. Yeah. And I was beefing with my dad, if you'll remember. We uh-huh. talked about that. And I'm kind of talking to her about you know, the beef we have and we're, you know, talking about the situation. Uh And I'm like, man, I'm totally on some white people shit right now. (laughs) And she goes, what are you talking about? I was like, white people hate their parents. (laughs) She's like, that's not true. I'm like, "Mm, how many, okay. How many thousands of rappers are there? And they all write songs about how they love their mama, (laughs) except the one white rapper (laughs) writes a song about killing her and stuffing her in a closet. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying it's a real thing. And uh, she's like, that's not true. So she looks up things white people love to say or look things white Uh people love to do. And one of them was white people love to hate their parents. (laughs) (laughs) It's freaking hilarious. It's a stereotype. Is it true? No, I know plenty of white people. Who it's, love their parents, it's, but it's all good fun. Yeah, it's, it's, funny. it's freaking funny. It's like the barbecue. You know, I ain't going to the barbecue unless the, the cook <laughs> is wearing those right, New right. Balance white shit tennis shoes. And yeah, there's so many. <laughs> what this is what's amazing to me uh-huh. is that in the culture that we live in, stereotypes and like racism against white people. I guess because of the history that this country has, like all of a sudden, like it's all up for grabs. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't really matter. Like you make fun of a white guy, you call him a cracker or a hungry. Like that yeah. shit's funny. Right. Uh-huh. Another stereotype about white people is that they don't season their food. Like if you go, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you go talking about unseasoned boiled chicken, raisins in the potato salad, this shit, it's fucking hilarious because yeah. we all know a white woman who yeah. brought a potato salad to the cookout and that bitch had unnecessary <laughs> shit like raisins and walnuts in it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But it don't got no seasoning. Like, all it has is salt and raisins. Like, come on. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah.
So it just, it's amazing to me that all that shit is up for grabs. Like, yeah. You talk about any other section of people uh-huh. and it's the end of the world. <laughs> and I guess, you know, I guess white people kind of, we kind of owe that for the, for the history we've had. It is what it is. All right, man. I got another Florida story. Let's hear it. Now, I've heard a lot of stories about our dudes or girls, I guess, committing crimes uh-huh. so they can go to jail because they're more comfortable in jail than they are out. You know, they want to okay. go back yeah. to jail yeah, so yeah, they yeah. can hang with their boys, right? Yeah. Well... I came across this story about a Florida man, (laughs) of course. Florida man arrested for attempting to break into jail. (laughs) (laughs) It says the holidays are a time to reconnect with old friends, Uh but breaking into jail might not be the best way to do that. (laughs) Authorities in Indian River County, Florida, arrested a man on Monday night after he allegedly tried to break into the jail by ramming his car into the front door <laughs> and then trying to climb a fence. The suspect, 24-year-old 24, 24 Patrick Rempe. You got to see a picture of this guy. Going to get you a look. That is, <laughs> that is Florida. If anybody wants to Google it, the gentleman's name is Patrick Rempe. R-E-M-P-E. Was arrested when he got tangled in the fence razor wire, <laughs> according to WFTV. Oh, so this dude wanted to hang with the homies so bad. All he, he had to do. Stand it. Yeah, I mean, if he had a record, he could have jaywalked. Of course. And got in jail. Yeah, yeah. But no, nah, he decided to drive his vehicle yeah. through the front door. Yep. <laughs> he like, probably he probably got to stay for a little while too. Yeah. If I had to imagine. I I, this isn't recent, but there's a story that circulates around about the old man and his wife. He hated his wife, right? Yeah. So he's going to go rob this bank. He walks in with a gun, and he robs a dollar, right? Give me one dollar. <laughs> I want one dollar. Yeah. I have no clue where the story originated or anything like that. Give me one dollar. They right. press the button. Cops show up. Arrest him. He goes to court. Why did you rob the bank for only a dollar? He's like, I cannot stand to be at home anymore. I can't stand to be around my wife. She drives me fucking crazy. Dude, you know what they did to this motherfucker? House arrest, 24 months. I was like, oh, man, y'all are some cold motherfuckers. Just send that man. old man in jail. Dude, that is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He probably rethought that real quick. Real quick. Man, they have a picture of this dude caught up in the fence, bro. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> what what are y'all doing, man? What is going on? Please I, tell I, me what I just want, doing. Like, if, if you had to take a stab of what drug he was on when he did this. Oh, my God. Like, what would be your guess? <laughs> I, I'm going to go meth. I'm, yeah, I would say meth. Based on his picture, I'm yeah. going to go meth. Yeah. He definitely was doing meth. Oh, yeah. So, I got another one. This is another story about a woman pulling a knife on a guy at the mm. dollar store. <laughs> in okay. Florida uh, Pulls a knife on him in a dollar store And says she's gonna gut him Can you guess What this gentleman did That caused her To pull out a knife And say that he was going To be gutted hmm. Take a stab Take a stab No pun intended <laughs> <laughs> I don't know He didn't get her a shopping cart Okay We're at the dollar store okay. In Florida Apparently He complained About the smell Of her fart <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It says woman passes gas in store, then pulls a knife on an offended customer. Passing gas in public is often embarrassing, but for a Dana Beach woman, doing so while waiting in line at a Dollar General store led her to led to her arrest on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon <laughs> oh without God. intent to kill. Now, I don't know if that was the knife or the ass that she busted. <laughs> they probably could have got her for both. Um, it's what police say she did after a man in line complained about the act that led to the charge. I love how they describe this. 
Um, according to a Broward Sheriff's Office complaint affidavit, Shanetta Yvette Wilson, 37, was in the checkout line of the dollar store on 120th South Federal Highway in Dana Beach on Sunday evening. John Walker, the customer standing next to her, got into a verbal dispute, quotes, in reference to the defendant farting loudly. <laughs> according to the affidavit, Wilson allegedly pulled out a small lockback knife from her purse Opened the knife and told the victim that she was going to gut him, report said. That's just not right, man. Yeah. Florida, what the what the fuck is going on? Everybody's gassy over there. What is it? All right, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm going to leave Florida alone. Florida, okay. if you're listening, we love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> we want to get as many listeners in Florida as we can. So I'm going to pick on your cousin, Tennessee. <laughs> All right, man. So we got a dude from Lebanon, Tennessee. His name is Spencer Allen, okay? I'm sure you've been to court a few times. Like, what's the craziest thing you've been to court for? It was a modern possession of alcohol in seventh grade? Okay. Like so, that. And you were probably pretty nervous. Oh, I'm, I'm dude, a, I was sweating <laughs> fucking bullets, man. I'm going to guess you stayed on your P's and Q's while you were in court. Yes. That's generally good uh-huh. policy. Of course. My man, Spencer Allen, he's 20 years old. He was in court for a simple drug possession charge. Okay. He decided instead he was going to discuss and express his views on legalizing marijuana. Let me play this little clip from CBS News. A Tennessee man appearing in court for a possession of marijuana charge started smoking a joint in front of the judge. CBS affiliate WTBF reports 20-year-old Spencer Boston approached the bench to discuss his case. Well, that's when he pulled out the blunt from his pocket. He's accused of putting it in his mouth, pulling out a box of matches, and lighting it. Court officers quickly approached and apprehended him, but not before he started talking about legalizing weed in Tennessee. Many in the courtroom burst out laughing at the whole scene. The Wilson County Sheriff is calling the incident the craziest thing he's ever seen. Boston received 10 days for contempt of court for the incident. He's also facing charges of disorderly conduct and simple possession of a Schedule 6 drug. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) this story's hilarious. It says, the rapper Afro man shout out palmdale famously saying about how getting high on marijuana prevented him from going to court a tennessee man decided to combine the two when he lit a marijuana cigarette in the courtroom (laughs) oh my god this is the funniest part um it says sheriff's office lieutenant scott moore said the courtroom crowd chuckled it's unclear whether allen lit up a joint or a blunt but brian (laughs) said the defendant's marijuana did have a strong odor (laughs) So this dude, he blazes up in the courtroom. Uh-huh. Um, that's probably not good policy. You don't want to be lighting up in front of the judge. I'm sure you never did. I mean, that's pure ignorance. Yeah, that's, that, is, that is pure. That's just, fucking ignorance. So man. Tennessee, you're making Florida look good right now. <laughs> What's going on with that? What y'all doing? What y'all doing? <laughs> so those are some of the like, wild and out stories <laughs> that I found <laughs> on the internet and. Like I said, it was a little bit difficult to yeah. find some not so depressing shit on the internet. It's just Current funny, man. Headlines. Anytime, it, obviously, life of a criminal is not one that smart people usually take. Yeah. So obviously, you're gonna have certain things like that happen. I have this story from when I was a kid. Uh, do you remember the cartoon Bobby's World? Of course. Okay, Bobby's World was an awesome cartoon uh-huh. because Bobby's a little kid. Yeah. And it goes to show, like, the imagination of a child's mind. Uh One of the episodes that stands out to me is 
his older brother who was always picking on him. This reminded me of me and Josh so mm-hmm. much. Uh, it's telling him, hey, when you go in the showers at school, you got to wear flip flops. Otherwise, you might get athlete's foot. Uh-huh. And Bobby's like, athlete's foot. <laughs> and then he starts imagining that he has this athlete's foot, which somehow makes you a better oh, athlete. Okay, okay, okay. So like I'm he's fine. got athlete's foot and his foot grows wings and it's like making him <laughs> run faster. Like in his mind, yeah. that's what athlete's foot was. And so it's funny. It's a cartoon. Ha ha. I'm going to tell you a little story when I was a child. So I'm riding in the car with my mom on the way home from school. Uh-huh. And there's a bus that pulls up next to us, and it's shorter than usual. Okay. And I say, Mom, why is that bus so small? She goes, oh, that's the special ed bus. And I don't talk a lot as a kid, but I'm thinking to myself, yeah. who the fuck is Ed? <laughs> and why is he so special that he gets his own bus? Yeah. <laughs> okay? Uh, this is dr- driving me nuts. I'm yeah. thinking about it all day. Okay. And then the next morning. Trying to meet this Ed guy. Right. Get, get a Nick bus. <laughs> a special Nick bus. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And I want to be very sensitive when I tell this story. But I'm a kid. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know if it's the next day. Like, a couple of days later, uh-huh. I miss my bus. Uh-huh. And my mom has to take me to school. Yeah. As we're driving past my bus stop, special Ed's bus pulls up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, in my mind, like. This motherfucker gets to go to school later than everybody else, too? (laughs) What's really going on? Okay? I go to school. Outside the classrooms, they have those nameplates of what class it is. It has a little Braille underneath it. Uh And we walk by special ed class. (laughs) And I'm like, he's got his own class. And they're in there having a ball. There's, like, music going on. They're partying. And I was like, yo, what is up with special ed? I got to find this dude. Like, I'm trying to be homies with him. Yeah. Dude, I swear, like... Four or five days this goes on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I decide, you know what? I'm getting on that special ed bus. <laughs> I already found out that if I miss my bus, that the special come, ed bus yeah. comes later. Yeah. So my mom wakes me up. I'm dragging ass. I miss the bus on purpose. I don't tell her this. I go stand at the corner anyway. <laughs> and then that's when the short bus pulls up. And I'm like, I'm getting on this motherfucker. So I get on. There's 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 a few kids on there. Uh-huh. Nothing seems unusual to me until we pull up to a kid's house who's getting on in a wheelchair. Okay. Right. And they like pull up. The wheelchair comes out. He's putting him in. And I'm like, I think that's Ed. Okay. So I'm just a kid. I'm not thinking anything. How old are you at this? How? I was like in first grade, man. Okay. Okay. I would only like super young. Super young. I'm on this bus. I'm talking to the kids. We're having a good time. I'm like, you know, this is cool until, you know, little kids are mean. Yeah. Okay. So. All of the other kids at school see me get off the short bus and they're laughing at me. <laughs> Nick's on the short bus and I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, dude, that's the special needs bus. They use another word I'm not going to use. And I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> wow. Then I realized special ed is short for special education. It's an embarrassing story to tell, but yeah. I swear to God, it's legit as hell. At least you had fun on the bus ride. <laughs> dude, the bus was cool. Like they yeah. had music and everything on it. It was yeah when you're this is this is the thing about being a kid like i said kids are mean but kids are taught to be mean yes i'm sitting on that bus i'm riding with them like everything was cool i'm like man i didn't think anything of it yeah but yeah i found out that special ed is not indeed a person so that was a good lesson i'm glad it only lasted for a few days though because i could have really embarrassed myself yeah really could have all right my man i'm gonna go ahead and admit i went out and bought a pod deck it's a deck that gives you a bunch of different subjects you yeah. can talk about on your podcast. 
And it's become really helpful. Uh, I found out that a lot of the things that were in that thing, we had already done. So I think we're on the right track. Yeah. Um, but I picked out a few of my faves. I think, did you grab a couple? We're going to keep it lighthearted, keep it positive. On this card, it says my top three goals and what I'm doing to get there. Okay. I know you have one major goal that you're trying to achieve, but give me your top three, man. What's, what's the top three things you see in the next 10, 15, 20 years? You're going to look back and say, I, I have, did that. I have more. I don't really, as far as a 10-year plan, I don't really have that. Okay. I have more of a three to five-year plan. Okay. When it comes to my, you know, my endeavors. Right. Okay. Hopefully in two years, mm-hmm. the coffee company will be in its own establishment. We'll have our own roasting facility. Right. So we're, that would be cool. We're, if our sales. Yeah. For our new listeners, we're talking about Fair Dinkum Coffee Co. <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless, shameless plug. plug. There you there go. There we go. <laughs> no. But go hopefully, check them out. Hopefully in, you know, two to three years, we'll have our own roasting facility. And if our, if our sales stay consistent with quarter over quarter growth, we will hit that mark. Right. Um, we're also about to redo a full marketing platform for Falzo. Okay. Changing up the logo, changing up. Maybe not changing up the like logo. Like a rebranding. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's something that me and my brother just discussed in the past few days. It's, okay. It's, it's going to be a big marketing campaign, so we're okay. really trying While to we're here, that. man, why don't you go ahead and explain to them what Falzo is? Uh, so we Falzo Filter Supply Company is an air filter subscription service that allows us to ship your home HVAC filters to your door every time that they, every time it's ready to change them. Right. So we have different options. You know, we have your 15-day, we have your 30-day, your 60-day, your 90-day subscriptions. And we carry all the size filters, one, two, and four-inch filters. We have right. some five-inch filters as well. Um, but what it does is basically keeps you, it's a service that keeps you at the, from the grocery store saying, oh, my God, I forgot yeah. my filter. Right. Right? It's the same price in the grocery store, same price on Amazon. When we, when we launched this company, we did a massive price matching across the board. I mean, we yeah. went to Lowe's, Home Depot, all these different places, and we're like, okay, our 20 by 25 by one Merv 10 pleated filter is selling for, or they're selling it for 16. We're selling it for 15. Right. Like we did a major, major market consolidation before we launched yeah. our website. It, it took several months. And that's really cool. I know I'm guilty of it though. Like people don't realize how important changing your air conditioning filter is. Dude, it's, I mean, it, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. It, it's 18 bucks yeah. and it can save you. Thousands of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I learned I had an air conditioning filter in this house that was there a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. And the coil got dirty. Yeah. And they had to come in and clean out the coil. And I guess they caught it early enough to where it wasn't going to be, yeah. you know, anything super major. But yeah. how often are you supposed to change those? Because I've lived in it places just, it, where. Man, it, it, all, it all depends on environmental conditions. Yeah. I mean. If it's just a husband and wife and they live in a super clean house, you can get away with 90-day filters. Okay. But you're in a house with kids and pets mm-hmm. and every 30 days for yeah, yeah. sure. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so our, like I said, we're about to start rebranding and you know do, launch a big marketing campaign with that. That's cool. Um, and then the Fair Dinkum hopefully be, in the sh- hopefully be in our own facility within two to three years. Right, right. And then my next thing, besides the endeavors, mm-hmm. I want to take – that one big vacation that we spend five or $6,000 on. And I'm going to do five or six weekend vacations. Yeah. Hit, you know, do a three day vacation, but we hit five, five different spots across the United States. That's what's up. I mean, I, I came to the realization real quick when, when me and my, when I drove my buddy up to Canada, mm-hmm. you can drive anywhere in the United States in under 30 hours. Yeah. Anywhere. I mean, we drove from Houston 
Texas gets you messed up because yes. you spend two days driving yes. here. But once you're out of Texas, man, it's it's yeah. you're smooth sailing. Yeah, and there's a lot of this country that is un yeah. untouched, unseen. There a lot is. of beautiful parts. Everybody wants to go to Paris or yes. go to the Caribbean, but there's a lot of beautiful places. I love the small town stuff, man. Right I here love, in the United I, States, I love the yeah. little bitty small town. You know, mom and pop shops and shops that have been there for thirty plus years. Like I just that that's the kind of stuff I'm into. Right. Right. So. When I think about goals, I'm at a point in my life where I'm having to challenge myself with new ones mm-hmm. because I've achieved a lot yeah. in the last five years. You know, I have a lovely family, mm-hmm. beautiful wife. All my kids are here living with me. Those were goals that I had, yeah. you know, five, six, seven years ago that I was pushing for. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing to do is once you've checked something off, don't get complacent. Set a new goal for yourself. Of course. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So if I, I don't know if I, how I would rank them. Uh, me and Whitney want to buy a house. Uh-huh. That's big. Yeah. It's taken us, like I said, we've been together five years. Mm-hmm. We've been marching towards this and it's, it's right around the corner, man. We're yeah. getting close. Yeah. And so I definitely want to buy a house. I want to have space in that house to put a podcast studio. There you go. Because I have to put this podcast up at the top of some of the goals that I have because uh-huh. we've enjoyed doing it. Yeah. It's fun. And I just, I want to take it to that next level. Yeah. So that's what I've said before. Like I, I work really hard on this thing yeah. because I want to do what we have been doing is continue to grow our audience, mm-hmm. connect with people, have them enjoy what we're doing. But uh, I want to get them t-shirts, man. And I yeah. want people, I want people wanting them. <laughs> I want people begging for them, you know, and I'm trying we're to get, on them. yeah, I'm trying to get 10,000 listens per episode. Like, there you go. I don't have to be the number one podcast in the world. That's probably never going to happen. Yeah. You know, nobody knows who we are. You know, I'm waiting for that one day I'm walking through H-E-B and they're like, hey, you're Nick Stevenson. You're the host of the Smells Like Middle East <laughs> podcast. I'll feel like I've arrived at that yeah. point. Be like, yep, that's me. That's me. I'm that's the me. guy. No big deal. <laughs> And then just successfully seeing my children, I have two kids who are about to be in high school. Yeah. Just successfully, you know, this life that, that me and Whitney have created mm-hmm. was 100% for them. Yeah, of course. Yes, we wanted to be happy. But if I'm able to watch my kids be successful, mm-hmm. graduate high school, if they want to start a trade, go on to college, whatever yeah. they want to do next, as long as they're happy, that's that's what this whole thing has been about. Yeah, of you course. Know? And owning our own home. All of that that we want to do mm-hmm. at the end of the day is for them. Yeah, so of course. I don't I don't know how I would rank it. Uh, I want to continue to always try to get better. Like yeah. I said, be a better husband, be yep. a better father, be a better podcaster. In moments where you're at your peak, it's kind of hard to to think like, man, could it get any better? Yeah. But you can't. Like I said, you can't you get, complacent. get complacent, and you can't get too cocky and too comfortable that is because the true. fall comes quick yes it and does. i learned that firsthand as well yeah um don't take for granted that you know i have a good relationship with my wife and our marriage is strong and i like you got to keep working on of that of course every and day. so absolutely that's so that's an everyday thing it is and also you know whether no matter what it is your employment mm-hmm. your relationships with your wife your yep. kids your friends Work at it. Yeah. And that's probably been one of the biggest goals of mine is just to continue to try to be better every day. And I think if you do that, everything else falls into place. Yeah, of course. So that's where I'm at. Uh, What you got over there, bud? What you want to rap about? So there is this card that I just pulled that really, really spoke to me. And it says, what am I struggling with this week? Mm. Yeah. So that church music back on real quick. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, I I'm got. A, I'm gonna let you talk about it. Okay, so 
throughout all of our endeavors, right, all we've heard is praise, how great we're doing, how cool it is. Right. We love seeing y'all do what y'all do. Like, you're doing such a good job. And I got so used to that. Right. Okay. This didn't happen this week, but it happened last week or the week prior to. I got my first negative review on my coffee. <clears throat> and, dude, I... Was it legit or was it a hater? It was legit. Okay. I will give him that. It was legit. He had to have been a coffee connoisseur. Uh, like, the dude picked it apart. One of those guys. Which is cool. Like, I appreciate that. He was checking out the bouquet and everything. I really wish he would have reached out to me personally. Right. And said, like, hey, man, this isn't what I expected. This isn't. This wasn't up to par for my standards. Like, right. I really wish he would have. Instead of leaving a review on my page and knocking my numbers down like that, it hit home, dude. And I, dude, I'm telling you, I... For three days, walked around with my tail tucked, like yeah. so fucking defeated. Right. And Haley kept telling me, Chris is one person. It's one person out of a hundred who've told you yeah. that they didn't like it. Right. And it wasn't mean or ugly or offensive. Yeah. He was just he was just stating yeah. what he thought. And yeah. man, I just for like I said, three or four days I just walked around with my tail tucked and I finally was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not gonna impress everybody. Right. I'm not going to impress everybody with my products. Exactly. And that's something that I really had to get my head wrapped around. Mm-hmm. I really had to keep telling myself, like, you're a human being. You're not perfect. Preach. Some some things are just not going to go your way. Some things are not going to pan out the way you expected them to. Yeah. And about a week, I was fine. I was over it. I was done. I reached out to the guy. I said my piece. I said, look, man, I'm so sorry. If this is true, how you feel, I will gladly refund 100% of your money including shipping costs like and you can keep the review on your page I just don't want to leave a bad taste right in your mouth for my customer service Literally. side of it yeah <laughs> like I I really really tried and what really just pissed me off about the whole thing is he didn't reach back out to me yeah. he just said we're gonna find you coffee guy <laughs> yeah no, man it's all good it, it, it is what <laughs> it is it's one of those things that I just it's something I've never had to experience. Right. Like I said, all this stuff, all, all I've heard is praise, 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 praise. And I started walking around like, hell yeah, my coffee is legit. Yeah. And then yeah. here comes homeboy like, uh, <laughs> slow right. down, dude. Yeah, I hear you. That's the thing you got to learn in any venture, in any yeah. business. You can't get too high. You yeah. can't get too low. Yep. And that's and where I've tried to impress everybody. That's where I've tried to catch myself. Yeah. Uh, that episode that I did by myself mm-hmm. is the least listened to episode of all of our episodes. Really? And I was like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> and look, it was a that 30- was probably one of my favorite. <laughs> if I'm just sitting here being honest, that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Right. And I heard a lot of positive feedback yeah. from that. Me being who I am. Uh-huh. And we've had this discussion before leaning towards negativity. I'm like, Oh, so what's that supposed to mean? Like yeah. I was watching because the episode we did after was mm-hmm. the one we did with our wives. Uh-huh. And that number started creeping up closer and closer to the one I did by myself. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? And then eventually surpassed. And I was yeah. like, hold up. Yeah. yeah. Hold up. <laughs> I'm thinking about, man, I work so hard on blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, yeah. number one, we are a team. Of course. We're not. We are two individuals. Yes. But we do this together. And I have to admit that. A lot of the support that we have came from people who know you connections and and not take it personally. It's not a big deal. Well, I, mean, I mean, it still has over 100 listens. Like, yeah, people yeah. checked it out. I mean, I understand it was a 30 minute podcast. It was the first time I'd ever yeah. done anything like mm-hmm. that. It, it's not a big deal. But I know what you mean. 
eventually, as we continue doing this and as you continue doing your, it's going to come more. Yes. Yeah. There's going to be more yeah. and you can't. And I'm, pre- I'm, I'm prepared for it now. Yeah. I'm prepared for that next. I'm on, I don't want to say I'm excited about the next time, but I don't want to get so down on myself. Right. Like I, dude, I'm telling you for three days, I just went in my head and was like, I'm yeah. always posting positive shit on Facebook. Like, yeah, Hey man, yeah. get up, go get up and go have your ass a great day. Like it's a great day to be alive. It could be pissing with rain. Yeah. Like go you, get your ass up. Go you wasn't smile. even buying the shit you were selling. No dude. I wasn't man. Like I was, That's crazy. I was just so down and so and Haley kept telling me you cannot impress everybody. Yeah. You're not going to make everybody happy. Like if you go in with that expectation, you're going to fail. Yeah. It's going to it's going to let you down. That's really that's a really good point. And, and I, I've felt the same way about this podcast. Like we just want every somebody's not going to like somebody's not going to somebody's like not going to like somebody's going to find one thing I say yes. that or they disagree with or right or that offends them and it's going to wipe out all the other good stuff yeah, that we've done. Of course. So you just have to expect it. And I told you, man, that's how you know you've arrived. Yeah. You're, you got your first hater. <laughs> so you're out there. I mean, people aren't hating on you unless you're doing something right. There you go. And I don't know who this gentleman is. I find your coffee to be fantastic. Well, I appreciate that. And I don't know how much that means because I'm not any type of connoisseur whatsoever, but I think that the, the product you guys put out is delicious. Well, I appreciate that. There's 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 a lot of there's a lot of passion that goes in behind that. Yeah, there's oh, a, I know it. I know a, it. There's a lot that goes in behind the scenes. I can that, imagine. I know how hard that I work on this thing. Yeah. And if yep. I were to get somebody to come back and and say something negative about it, yeah. which I guess it really hasn't happened yet. I've had certain people like oh, that episode was eh, yeah. it was all right you yeah. know and i'm like what do you mean yeah that was one of our best episodes <laughs> but that's my opinion yeah. you can't affect and change everybody else's opinion yeah. so it is what it is man but you did you're doing the right thing let's see what you got what you got i got either all right let's do this one if okay. you were on a deserted island okay you get one book one artist's catalog and one movie okay what are you taking with you okay so let me be first to say that I have probably read a total in my, like, from birth to this day, willingly. Of course, I had to read books in school. Right, right. Willingly, I've read two books in my entire <laughs> life. Right. I just don't read. Right. So I read, I've read Dave, Dave Ramsey, Financial Money Makeover. Right. And I've read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Excellent book. So I would, out of those two, I would take the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. If you have not read that book, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's, it's a very it's an excellent book. Fantastic. So I, you wouldn't you would take something you read already, yep. not something you could like you could take Lord of the Rings. I mean, I You're on the deserted island, you're gonna be there for a while. <laughs> I have never read Lord of the Rings, by the way. I have no interest in doing it, but I'm maybe just the saying, Harry Potter series. Maybe. Okay. I, I, yeah. yeah, let's so I'm a let's do the Harry Potter series. Try something different. There you go. You're out Change there. Up a you bit. have yeah, there you it go. It doesn't help the fact those books are ginormous and I have the reading level of like <laughs> A three-year-old. Yeah, maybe take some Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can get down some Dr. Seuss. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so Harry Potter books. What was the next one? Uh, music catalog. Music. Only one artist. One artist. Music catalog. It would have to be something to do with Blink-182. Okay. 100%. Yeah. That's I, good energy music, yeah, man. Yep. I've listened to Blink-182 since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, and to this day, I still... Jam it in my car as loud as it'll go. Yeah, buddy. Like that is that is that is my jam. I'm with that. I'm with that. And a movie. Movie. Man, there's several of them. But if I could just pick one. It says movies. Movies. Okay, so let's So see. let's say you can either pick one movie or a series of movies. Okay. 
we'll we'll give you that. There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. But you have to watch it every day, forever every day. while you're on this island. Twenty one Jump Street. The... Twenty one and twenty two Jump Street. Okay. All day. <laughs> all day. Like that's Yeah. As soon as you said you got to watch it all day, like I was like, <laughs> what can I watch all day? Yeah, or maybe let's say you could take the office with you. Okay. Oh well, yeah, of course. You, okay. If I could take okay. the office with me, all 177 <laughs> episodes, like fuck yeah, that's yeah, going. Yeah, for sure. Okay, on a deserted island, I'm kind of in the same place you are with books. Uh huh. When I was really young, I used to read the Hardy Boys. Okay. And I always thought those were freaking cool. The Hardy uh-huh. Boys were two brothers who. Always had some mystery they had to solve. I mean, these books go, they're old as shit. Like, I got them from my uncle. I always found them really entertaining. So if I was going to read something, I'd want to read, like, some type of mystery. Yeah. Something like that. Music catalog. This one is difficult. I would probably go with Queen. Okay. And let me tell you why. Because Queen has some music that you can listen to to chill. They got some music you can dance to. They got some music that's good you know, rock and roll uh-huh. type music. Yeah. And I think Freddie Mercury is just was, excuse me, may he rest in peace. Fantastic. Okay. And Queen is probably my favorite European band. Okay. Uh, a very close second would probably be Aerosmith though. My absolute favorite band of okay. all time. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't, most of Aerosmith's music, you're not going to be in different moods. So I got, I got to have different music for different moods. Right. So I'd probably go with Queen. Okay. And then movies all day. Every day, the Back to the Future trilogy. I, I no question, man. I w- <laughs> no I am question. Second guessing how good I know you because I was I could have sworn you were going to say the Star Wars. Nope. See, wow. Okay, I'm going to okay. tell you. Uh, this is funny because most people guess that about me because uh-huh. I do love Star Wars. Okay, but Star Wars is only in my top five. Okay, I get made fun of this a lot. My favorite movie of all time is Casablanca. Okay. If you've not seen it, once again, like all movies I tell you to watch, consider the time that it was made. Okay. But it is an excellent film. Uh-huh. Humphrey Bogart, he's the man. Okay. May he rest in peace also. Uh, my second favorite, Back to the Future trilogy. Um, then I would go with Star Wars. Then I would go with the Indiana Jones series. And then fifth would be probably the Dark Knight series that Christopher Nolan just made a few years back. Okay. Those are my favorites. But if I had to, I would watch Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3 all day, every day. It is the perfect trilogy. There are no plot holes in it whatsoever. It's perfectly written. It's funny. It's entertaining. It's my jam. It's gotcha. my shit. Gotcha. That's why I wear a t-shirt that says Back to the Future. <laughs> That's my shit. That's my shit. Nice. Okay. All right, man. So what you got over there? Okay. This is an interesting one. Three things you wish you had done differently from the start. Oh, boy. From jump. You're talking to a divorced guy, so... Okay, so maybe not deep like that. <laughs> right. Let's no, but even in that situation, I, I try my hardest not to live with any regrets. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to let you go first while I think about it, though. Okay. So the one thing, I don't even know I have three because you're right. I'm a person that does not live with many regrets. Right. The one regret I do have is listening to somebody who told me I have to have a credit card right. in order to get through life. You have to have a credit. I'm not talking about a debit card or an ATM card. Yeah. I'm talking a revolving. Like an actual credit. An actual credit card. Because for so long, Haley and I operated on cash. Right. We would get paid. I would pull all the money out of the bank account, and we'd go pay all the bills, and we'd have cash to spend. And when that cash was gone, it was gone. Bankroll. Yeah. Like, we did not. There was very, very seldom that I ever swiped my card. 
probably for the first seven years of my marriage. Yeah. I mean, Haley would get mad because I'm walking around without any money, without any debit card. I'm like, just well, hold on here. Just like, <laughs> there this, you go. This is what we have for the rest of the week. Here you go. Yeah. Dude, we get these credit cards because in 2017, when we bought our house. They told us that we have to have revolving debt, which they're right. You have to have some kind of revolving debt, right. whether that be a personal loan or lines of credit or mm-hmm. what the fuck ever. <laughs> I don't understand why I have asked the question time and time again. Why do I have to show that I'm in debt to show that I can afford this house? Right. Like why? it shows, I guess they need to see a history of you owing money and making payments on it. I mean, I, I, I guess I, I get it, but at the that's same just time, the man trying just, to hold you down. It is. That's all it is, man. <laughs> it's. And then I start seeing these 12% interest rates, 13% interest rates. And I am shocked seeing put $500 on a credit card, you make a $200 payment, you got a $50 bounce. Right. It's like, hold, hold up, man. Like, <laughs> hold up. That Those numbers don't add up to me. Yeah. You know? So, long story short, I've been fighting with these credit card companies for, because when you call to cancel, they don't want to cancel the card. Right. At all. Yeah. You know, they fight and fight and fight and fight and fight and tell you they're going to cancel it, and they don't cancel it. And you call them back, and they're bitching. You're bitching and bitching and bitching. <laughs> it's just a, it's a never-ending fucking battle. That is one thing I wish I would have never done. Right. Is get a. I mean, I know you have have to have it to buy a house. I mean, would you have your house right now though? I mean, that's no, just the probably sy- not. That's just the system, man. Probably not. That is how it goes. It just really pisses me off <laughs> that that you have to have that yeah. to buy a house. One thing I wish I could have done different. I don't know. I guess we talked about this when my brother was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I probably wish I would have been a better older brother mm-hmm. when we were younger. Yeah. Been more encouraging to him. Mm-hmm. Every child at some point either will or will not develop a sense of self-worth. Yeah. And initially where they get that is from their parents or their siblings. Uh, when Maddie was a baby, I wanted to make sure she knew that she was somebody special yeah. from day one. Uh-huh. Eventually they take that and then their self-worth starts to be given to them through their relationships, their friends. And then the next step for them is now that their mother, father, family, friends Mm -hmm. have given them that sense of self-worth. Now when they're on their own, they have it. Gotcha. And people who have that are generally more successful. Now, my brother has fought through the battles of having to deal with his own Mm -hmm. depression and sometimes not feeling like he's good enough. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that's my fault, but... He was, I was seven, so we we grew up together. His really critical years of gaining that self-worth and Mm -hmm. feeling like he was somebody special, Mm -hmm. that's the time that I was beating him down and telling him he sucked at basketball and beating him up and stuff like that. If there's, and even that, like I feel like in some sense we had to go through that to get to where we are now. Mm -hmm. I had to go through that because I was a kid. You can't grow and learn if you don't make certain mistakes. So even that, but... Like I said, I don't live my life with regrets, but if there's one thing, if I could talk to 10-year-old Nick, Mm -hmm. I would say, hey, man, take it easy on your bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because he's, in the future, you guys are going to go through some really hard stuff. Yeah. And y'all are going to need one another. Yeah, of course. And, you know, when you're a kid, you don't realize. But if there's one thing I say, all right, I go back and do that a little bit different, that's probably what it is. Yeah. All right. Do you want to share the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? It's It's kind of a detailed story. But the details are crucial to the story. Okay. Okay. So I was working an inspection. My partner quit. I was working 24 hour on call. Right. I worked 24 hour on call for like seven months. And I was 
whooped, dude. I was exhausted. They finally hired somebody. They told me whenever you get him trained, you can take your four days off. Right. So I worked for two or three weeks on call with this guy and got him trained up. And I walked in and I told them, okay, so-and-so is trained up. I need to know how much vacation time I have. You have your full two weeks. You haven't taken a day off. Cool. I'm taking it all right now. How, how much notice do I need? We need at least a week. Fine. This is my week. Seven days from now, I'm taking two weeks off. Yeah. I am exhausted. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of getting called out to the plants every single night. Yeah. Like, it gets old. So, two weeks rolls around, and I'm off. Mm-hmm. David offered us the uh, timeshare. Okay. And then we were going to go to Corpus and see some of our friends and go to the zoo and go to SeaWorld and all that stuff. Okay. David, David is our wife's father-in-law. father Yes. Yeah, our father-in-law who, who passed away. Okay. So about three months prior to that, I had gotten a registration ticket in the escape. Right. Okay? <laughs> I didn't have the money at the time, so I put it on a deferred payment plan, three payments. Yeah. So it was October, November, December, I think. I paid October. I paid November. Dude, like, God's honest mistake, I just forgot to pay December. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I, just, it compl- I completely forgot about it. Yeah. I'm on... Day two of my vacation. Yeah. We're leaving for the timeshare in two days. And this knock on the door. Dude, I'm in my drawers. <laughs> it's like 630 at night. We're all just chilling at the house. Yeah. And it's Deer Park Police Department. And this guy is very, very nice gentleman. He was very, very cool about this whole thing. Yeah. But he says, you Mr. Clark. And I look at him like he's got shit on his face. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I have a warrant for your arrest. I said, you don't have a warrant for my arrest, homeboy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I walk a line so fucking straight, it'd rock your world. Okay. Yeah. Like, let me tell you something. I don't I don't venture off that path. I don't I yeah. walk a straight and narrow, brother. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got the wrong house, you got yeah. the wrong guy. Like right. period. That's your escape. And I'm looking at him like, yeah, that's my escape. <laughs> yeah, doesn't that look like a drug dealer's car? <laughs> <laughs> a little 2001 Ford Escape. So I said, yeah. He's like, you missed a payment. You missed your final uh, repayment plan or payment on the repayment plan. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So, do you have anything going on right now? I'll give you two for one. It's six o'clock. You come stay till midnight oh one, and we'll let you go midnight oh one. I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> or you can pay the full balance. Yeah. It was like $400. Wait, so you had to pay... So not the only, entire ticket over. Yeah. Ugh. I was like, you know what? No, that sounds shady. Like I'm going to, I'm going to jail. <laughs> so I go to Haley. Look, I don't want you to freak out. Deer park police are at the front door and I'm about to go to jail. Here's why. <laughs> and her eyes are like the size of pepperonis. <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, it's no big deal. Just make sure you leave the garage door unlocked because we lived on page, page street at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, directly behind the police station. Oh, okay. So the cop was like, look, just leave all your stuff here, and we let you go. You can just literally walk home. Yeah. I was like, cool. Told Haley what was going on. She's like, Chris, just pay the ticket. Just pay the ticket. I'm like, no, that's stupid. (laughs) We're about to go on vacation. It's going to be like five hours. It's principle at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck this. I'm going, right? So I hop in this dude's car. They (laughs) book me in or however you want to say it. Yeah. And I sit in this little jail cell for five and a half, six hours. (laughs) And sure enough, at like 12.02, they come. 
all right, you're good to go. Thank you. Thanks for not putting up a fight or causing any trouble. I'm like, nah, it's all be. I tell you what, sitting in jail cell for five hours with nothing to do, like, yeah, dude, it felt like it was paying tw- your debt was, to society. Yeah, it felt like it was twenty hours, right? Man, whatever. So, where the story gets good is, I called about eight o'clock. I tried calling Haley from that little hold the hold the button down and dial the numbers, right? right? right. If you've been there, you know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> your phone, her phone couldn't accept collect calls. Ah. So I call my mom. My mom is just like me. Cool as a cucumber, bro. We're not mm-hmm. freaking out over nothing. It's all good. Like, we're yeah. going to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, you, you've talked to my mom. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Just chill as all can be. I call her. She doesn't answer. So I leave her a voicemail. Mom, I'm in Deer Park Jail. I need you to tell Haley. To call Haley and make sure she leaves the back door open. Please relay that message to her. Dude, I'm talking within about 20 minutes. Uh, Mr. Clark, your mother's here, and she is not happy. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? Yeah, yeah she, she's here to bail you out. I was like, tell her, do not bail me out. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm here for a yeah. reason. I chose to be here. I don't yeah. want to pay the $400. Right. Not that I don't have it. I'm about to go on vacation. When we're going to have that $400 vacation. <laughs> yeah. Don't bail me out. Like, I'm already three-quarters hey, away I get to this. spend the night. They're going to feed me. Like, right? what's I mean, up? <laughs> like, just, just tell Haley, leave the fucking door open. Yeah. Right? Please. Well, guess what happened at 12.02 midnight? They released me. I walked my fat ass home. Hey, were you still in your drawers or they let you no, put no, clothes they, on? No, they, no, they, they let okay. me. That would have been embarrassing. No, they let me bundle up. Like I said, the cop was super cool. Yeah. Man. He actually let me smoke a cigarette before I burned off. Like nice. he, was, he was cool. And he didn't put me in handcuffs. Oh. Yeah, okay. he just like walked me to his car and put me in his back seat. Cool, right? Cool. He was cool as shit. Um, Things white people say. <laughs> he didn't put me in handcuffs. <laughs> I get home about 12, 10, middle of the night. There's two babies. Yeah. The last thing I'm going to do is knock on this fucking door, right? Yeah. I don't make any noise. <laughs> well, I go in the garage, and guess what? The motherfucking door ain't open. <laughs> That's funny. It ain't open. So I walk around the house, hoping, like, she left the front door, she left yeah. the back door, she left, didn't leave the garage door. So At like, this point, you're about to fucking fuck. get yourself arrested again. <laughs> so, I, dude. Wandering around this house. I literally <laughs> parked my ass out of my garage, and then we... We had a uh, we had some mattresses that we brought back from Austin from her grandparents' house that they gave yeah. us, and I just stacked two of those bad boys on top of each other and crashed out for about seven hours. Haley opened the garage door. She was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Forget? <laughs> did you forget something? Did you forget something?" She's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I fell asleep with the baby on me." I was like, oh, "No, it's man. all good." But yeah, it was it was it was that was a, that was a crazy experience. That is funny. Yeah. Okay, so. Ironically, my crazy experience deals with law enforcement as well. <laughs> Let's see. What year was this? Me and Maddie's mom were still dating. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it's probably 2003, 2004. Okay. I'm a young man. I have roommates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm dating this girl. We've been together since we were kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're finally at a place in our relationship, even though we grew up a part of this religion that didn't want kids dating. Like We were old enough where... Yeah. It was okay for us to be together. At this time, my mom is moving out of the house that me and Josh grew up in, in California, and she needs some help. Mm. So I pick up my girlfriend. My brother's hanging out with me. Yeah. We hop in my car. We leave my apartment, and we're headed towards mom's place. I get maybe not even a quarter mile down the road, Uh and I see lights. Oh, shit. And I'm like, what's going on? Uh I know my registration's good. Like I got insurance. I'm Uh like, 
what's going on? I'm like, I wasn't speeding. So I pull over and the officer comes up to the window and he asks for my license. I give it to him, ask for proof of insurance. I give it to him. He says, uh, are you the owner of this car? I said, well, actually it's, it's in my father's name, Lil Stevenson, but mm-hmm. I'm authorized to drive it. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the insurance and everything. And he's like, mm. he's like, can you wait here for a minute? He goes back to the car. I'm like, man, what's going on? This okay. He comes back up to the car and he says, uh, Mr. Stevenson, can you step out of the vehicle? And I'm like, hold oh, up. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. Yeah. I was like, um, is everything okay, sir? He's he like, says, uh, your car came up as a stolen vehicle. What? And I'm like, dude. Your I'm pop's like, car? <laughs> yeah, said it came up as a stolen vehicle. I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I said, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, just get out of the car for me. So he pulls me out. He starts frisking me, and I'm like, what oh, is happening shit. right now? My brother at this time, he's maybe 10 or 11. Uh-huh. He's in the backseat. My girlfriend sitting. They're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. They're thinking, like, she's dating a kingpin, and she didn't even know. <laughs> like, stolen vehicle. I'm yeah. like, man, th- what is going on? I yeah. was like, sir, I'm like, if you look up the license plate, like, just look up look up the VIN yeah, number. Yeah. This, is, this is my father's car. I'm like, just check the plates. Well, he puts me in handcuffs. And he's Holy walking me shit. to the car, and I look back in my car, and I look at the license plates, and I say, those aren't my plates. Oh, and he's like, fuck. yeah, sure, buddy. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, dude, those are not my plates. Like, what, what, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. He throws me in the back of the car. All of a sudden, like, you know, small town, like 17 oh, other cops course. pull up. Yeah. And, you know, they got full SWAT and everything, right? (laughs) So they take my little brother. Nick done stole a car. (laughs) They take my little brother out of the car, and they put him in the back seat with me. He's a minor. Yeah. And then they take my girlfriend, who would become Madeline's mom, and they put her in a completely separate car. Okay. And then they're going to question us separately. Of course. Of course. To make sure our stories are the same, right? Yeah. As they're questioning me, they are ripping my car to shreds, bro. Like Really? Yes. They're ripping it to shreds. They're under the seats. They're in the trunk. Keep in mind, I was living in an apartment with some roommates. It was actually my girlfriend's sister and Uh her husband at the time. So I still have a lot of my belongings in my car. So it kind of looks shady as fuck. Like, I have all kinds of shit in this car. Uh um, And they're going through all of it. Dude, they're pulling out. This shows how old I am. They're pulling out pictures and, like, looking at the negatives in the sunlight. They're, like, they're going through all this. And I have in my back seat. A it's a pellet gun, a CO2 pellet gun, uh-huh. but it looks like a, a 45. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like hoping like, oh my God, I hope <laughs> they don't find that. They pull it out, they got like gloves on and shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> the whole night, yeah. dude. Yeah. We're sitting on the and all of my shit. There was like an empty parking lot that uh-huh. they pulled us over next to. Yeah. All my shit is slung out all over this parking lot. Oh my god. I see people driving by who know me and they're like. Their eyes are just wide as a bug. Like, oh my god, what's going on? I'm yeah. like, dude, yeah. like my reputation's shot in this town. What is going on? Yeah. So then the officer comes up and he's like, "So your name's Nick Stevenson?" I'm like, "Yes, that's my name, sir." And he's like, "And who's that young lady you're riding with?" I said, "Sir, that's my girlfriend." He's like, "Oh, do you plan on marrying her?" <laughs> I'm like. Yes, sir. Eventually, that's the plan. You know, if I don't go to prison for, (laughs) you know, Grand Grand Theft Theft Auto. Auto. (laughs) Right. And um, they're questioning us and then they go and question her. And then all of a sudden the guy comes back and he's in a much different mood. 
he's all jovial. Well, he's of like, course. hey, guy, what's going on, yeah, man? Let me tell you, this is going to be a story you can tell your kids. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, yeah, we ran the VIN number. Apparently, somebody stole a car and put the plates on your car. Holy same, same make, same model, same color. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. Somebody getting slick. <laughs> right. Somebody getting it was fucking a, slick. I mean, to the end. Dude, like shit. they had guns drawn and everything because apparently whoever stole this vehicle was like very dangerous yeah. was considered armed and dangerous and i have a pellet gun in the back of my car oh, like shit. they think they got their man at this yeah, point yeah yeah and dude it felt like i was in the back seat of that car for 10 hours it oh, was probably shit. like an hour or so but they don't even help me put my shit back in the car well, of course not <laughs> they're like well see you see later, you later. <laughs> and i gotta grab all of my shit off the ground and put yeah. it back in my car and then show up and help mama move. <laughs> Man, that shit was crazy. Holy and shit. I'm glad that's the craziest story I've ever had to deal with, <laughs> the police, because, you know, I tried to keep my nose clean. That, yeah. That's why that, that shit was so funny, but... Man, we talked about that forever. Wow. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that, somebody, that was a pretty insane somebody story. Somebody getting slick. Palmdo, I've, I've heard things have gotten pretty bad out there, so you guys stay strong. Keep your, <laughs> keep your head up. Keep your head up. The story and some of the other stories we shared is all about what you and I have talked about many, many times. Yeah. There's a lot of negativity out there. Some people might hear the stories we just told and maybe they'll relate to it. Maybe something they'll think about something crazy that happened yeah. to them. We hope we can just be some type of distraction from the mess that's out here. When you were asked the question, what have I been struggling with this week? Yeah. This week, what I was struggling with is just being surrounded by negativity. Yeah. It was affecting me. It's it was sickening. making me not even look forward to doing this podcast because I'm like, I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. If I talk about anything that's going on right now. It's gut-wrenching. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be sickening. Yeah. It's going to be something negative. Yep. I don't want people walking away from listening to this show. No, you're right. Feeling the way I felt after I was researching that, of that, that true crime story. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Let's just keep it lighthearted. Yeah. Let's tell some goofy stories. Let's go. make fun of ourselves a little bit. There you go. And I, I said from the beginning, if we accomplish anything with the show, if five people listen, I want them to understand that we're two guys who are just trying to do something different. Yeah. Bring some positivity. Yep. And so to all of you who have continued to support us, once again, thank you so much. If you have any crazy stories you want to tell, drop them on our Facebook page. Smells like Middle Age Spirit Podcast. We're on Instagram at Smells Like Middle Aged Spirit. Our Twitter handle is at Mid-Aged Spirit. If anything we said resonated with you, if it reminded you of some crazy shit you went through, holler at us. Let us know. If you're listening to us, whatever platform you're on, please hit the subscribe button. Please. That way you don't miss a beat. There you go. Every time a new episode comes up, and you just plug and play, baby. So once again, thank you very much for listening. My name's Nick Stevenson. My name's Chris Clark, and we'll see y'all next time. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast with Nick and Chris. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.